Well, hello, it is day three of the Nourish Your Body Challenge and hopefully you found yesterday really helpful in terms of starting to make some of those positive nutrition changes. We're going to go back to nutrition tomorrow, but today I want to get on to talking about fitness because, of course, the exercise that we do, the movement we do, the way we treat our bodies each and every day are just as important part of nourishing our bodies as the food that we put into it as well. So we really want to make sure that we have that consistent fitness routine and that we are doing things that are going to make us feel strong and healthy and capable and are going to help us to move about our lives with the most possible ease. You know, and of course there are various different markers that we need to actually hit to make sure that we do that. So we need to work on strength and muscle mass. So, you know, one of the things that I do a lot of with my clients and my members is strength training because we start to lose muscle from our mid-30s onwards, right? And when we lose muscle, there are a number of things that happen. Number one, it affects our bone health. So we need strong muscles to have good bone health. Um, secondly, it starts to reduce our metabolism very, very slowly at first. Like you'll barely notice it. But you know, as you get older, you do find that you, you know, you eat the same and you're putting weight on. And part of that is to do with your metabolism. And your metabolism is directly affected by how much muscle you have in your body. So as you lose muscle, your body burns less and less and less calories every single day. So, you know, one of the big reasons for actually doing strength training is that you keep your metabolism high because you keep that muscle mass in your body. Of course, there's also ease of movement self-efficacy, like just being able to lift heavy shiz, <laughs> I think is really, really important being able to do that. So when the delivery man comes to the door and, you know, says, well, be careful, it's heavy and you lift it with ease. That's a really nice feeling. I promise you, because I've done it a couple of times and I've been told to be careful by those delivery driver men. So that ease of movement, that self-efficacy, really, really important. And also blood sugar balance. We talked a little bit about this yesterday. So blood sugar balance is a really, really important part of our, you know, of our health story, actually, generally, for lots and lots of reasons. And if you've got more muscle, you are able to balance your blood sugar better because muscle is where we store glucose. It's where we store sugar in our bodies. And so we want to make sure that we have that muscle mass there so that we are able to, you know, to store the glucose, but also balance out our blood sugar levels as well. So that's a really, really important part of things. So that's the first one. Strength and muscle mass is really important. Heart health and cardiovascular fitness. Absolutely. We all know about that. We all know that we need to do a bit of cardio. We need to get our heart rate up a little bit. We need to move our bodies for good general health. Balance and core strength, also really important. So, you know, balance is directly impacts our cognition or our brain function, for example. So as we get older, balance has a direct correlation to good brain function and, and good cognition. So that's really important as well. Obviously, it helps us to reduce falls as we get older. Good core strength is going to help us with things like bladder control and stuff like that. And it's not all about just as we get older. It's the here and now as well. Like, again, if we want to have strong, capable bodies, we need to have good balance and we need to have good core strength as well. And then the final thing is mobility and flexibility. So ease of movement, pain reduction, you know, all of those things are really, really important for that. So we've got kind of a lot of things to fit in, right? So I think the first thing that I want to say is that um, 
you can do all of that in one routine, right? So you don't need to be doing four, five, six different workouts to hit all of those different markers each week. So, you know, you can literally do a routine, you know, you could do a 30 minute routine where you start with a few minutes of good mobility to get you warmed up. It's going to prevent injury and it's going to help you to work on mobility and flexibility. You can then combine weights and cardio for strength and cardio gains. And, you know, in some of the workouts that I do with my members, it's, you know, lift heavy stuff quickly <laughs> and you are going to get out of breath. You're going to get sweaty, right? So you get both things in there. So adding that in kind of the middle section, including a couple of moves that are going to address the core strength and the balance. So things like single leg deadlifts that I do, a back lunge to balance, walking lunges, single leg squats, working with a wobble board or something. So just incorporating a couple of those kind of moves into that routine so that you've got that in there. And then finishing off with more mobility and developing flexibility as well. So if you need to increase the movement in, in particular muscles, then you can finish off with doing some developmental stretches for hamstrings and stuff as well. And that can be done in half an hour. Okay. So it's not hard to hit all of those markers and get all of those things in there really, really easily. So the practical side of things, right? That's pretty simple. And I will also share with you how you can get help with that in a minute as well. But the other things that you need to be thinking about to create that sustainable fitness routine are, you know, what times of the day work best for you, right? So I'm not a morning person, for example. I'm never going to get up at six in the morning and do a workout. I used to back in the day. So back in my late 20s, early 30s, before I had kids and stuff, I used to get the 5.59 train into London. So I, I we lived in Greenwich. I lived uh, worked in London. So I get the 5.59 train. I'd be at the gym by about quarter to seven, I'm going to say. I would do like a good hour plus workout. And then I'd be at my desk with breakfast by half eight in the morning. Ain't going to happen. It is not going to happen anymore. I do not get up early. I hate getting up early, right? So for me, because I work at home, a lunchtime workout is probably better for me. So that I have kind of worked out what is the best time of day for me to do my workouts and that is what I stick with. So don't force yourself to work out at a time of day that just doesn't feel good for you. Like figure out what's going to work and what's going to feel good. Okay. And, and have a think about that. Think about how many workouts per week you can actually commit to. You know, we talked about this the other day, but there's no good in telling yourself I must do four workouts a week and then finding that it's just too much of a commitment you know, you may eventually get there once you have created that habit, once you have started to get used to the things you need to do, once you've built your confidence with that movement, fine. But initially, be thinking about maybe just a couple of times a week. You're still going to get gains from that. You're still going to feel better. You're still going to see the changes you want to, to see. You're still going to work towards your goals, but it's just that much more realistic. So how, mu how much can you commit to realistically on an ongoing basis? We've already talked about mindset changes this week. So what mindset changes need to go on to give yourself the belief that this is possible, that this is going to work? Because I think sometimes we have that internal dialogue that says it's never going to work for you. You don't like exercise. You're never going to keep going. What's the point, right? And when you've got all of that going through your head, you're you're sort of walking through mud, really. You're, you're making it very hard on yourself to actually do those things and to make that commitment to yourself. And it's also worth thinking about some of the excuses that you maybe make, a mindset is usually behind those excuses like our oh, lack of time. You know, somebody said to me the other day, they said, you know, I really started to realise recently that when I, you know, when I always used to say to myself, I just don't have time, it wasn't about time. You know, I've, I've done it now and I've proved to myself that I do have the time and that I can make the time and I can create the time. It was because I didn't really want to do it. 
it was because there was this negative self-talk that was going on and blaming a lack of time was just a very easy, an easy out for me. It was an easy way to just make an excuse and to go, well, it's, it's out of my control. I don't have time. I've got too much else to do. And then I didn't have to kind of get, she didn't have to get a little bit deeper into, actually, the real reason is this. <laughs> the real reason is that I don't particularly want to do this right now. I think it's going to be hard. I don't think it's going to work for me, whatever that is. So when you're thinking about this, that sustainable fitness routine, all of those things need to go into it as well. You know, what's going to work for you, what you can actually realistically commit to and the mindset changes that you might need to make as well. And if you're following along with the workbook, then there's lots of things for you to think about today, lots of kind of questions for you to answer. So it's a little bit of a longer one today, but I think it's worth it. I think it's worth spending that time thinking about where you are right now and what changes that you need to to make, okay? So there you have it. And, you know, I think that, like I say, it's very simple to, well, I say simple, you can add all of those different markers and you can create like a really, really efficient workout in just like half an hour, even less, and have all of those kind of strength and cardio and balance and mobility in there. You definitely can have that. But if you literally don't want to have to think about it, and if you just want to just show up and do the thing instead, then I have thought about all of this for you when creating my programs within the Chick Fit Members Club. So each program is designed to help you hit all of those different elements without needing loads and loads of time. And in fact, a lot of the workouts in the membership are 20 to 30 minutes long max. So if that sounds good to you, if you would like to have all of the thinking taken away for you and just show up and do the thing, then do go check that out at chickfit.co.uk forward slash members club. And I'll pop the link into the show notes as well. Right, that's it for today. So go have a think about how you can organise that fitness routine, how you can create that great balance in your fitness routine and how you can start to make it a habit. Even if you're just doing a couple of workouts a week to start with, it is an amazing place to start. And I guarantee you that if you can do that and if you can keep it going for at least a few weeks, you will start to see the difference. You definitely, definitely will. Right, we're going to be back here again with nutrition again tomorrow for day four of Nourish Your Body. So have a great rest of the day and I'll see you then. Bye.